South Carolina and all the ships at sea. I thought he'd mix it up a little today. How are you today, Ramona? I'm fine. Good. Are you doing okay? Good. I'm wonderful. Thanks You're for asking. Right? Yeah. You sure? Yep. 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 I am. I uh, lots you to sure? get to. You yeah. sure? You yeah. sure? I'm, sure? Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm shaking. I'm, you know, yeah. there's a song by Taylor Swift called "Shake It Off." Yeah, that so is nothing know, to do with that. Yeah. No. Some kind of weird. No. No. Like. Like uh, episode or something. No, but Swifty Mo is joining us later today uh, at Swifty five o'clock. Swifty Morgan? Mo. Yeah, he wants to be known as Swifty Mo. Why? Because <laughs> dude is weird. I mean, he's just uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, that's what yeah. makes him fun. Yeah, no, it is. So he's joining us at uh, at five o'clock today. Okay. And, uh, and we'll talk some uh, Super Bowl. I, I've been thinking about the most underrated players in the history of the game because you know as we. Head to the biggest game in history, the I Super th- Bowl. Yeah, I think about the I think about the history of it, and I think about the great players who have played. Plus, we're giving out awards. You know, Lamar Jackson won another MVP, deservedly Did so. Did he really? Yep, yep. It's uh, pretty amazing at his age uh, to have won a Heisman Trophy and two MVPs. Now, at some point, he's got to win some uh, playoff games and a Super Bowl or uh, two along the way, but uh, he hasn't quite got that yet. Bill O'Brien. Name the uh, coach at Boston College, at least it seems. Uh, I haven't seen – I've been obviously traveling in, so I haven't seen anything official, but it seemed like it was eminent, and I assume that uh, uh, that it's been uh, – that it was a fait complete and it's, it's done now. Uh, but I haven't been able to uh, verify that as yet. Um, but, um, but I believe it was just uh, a little issue of red tape. Now, you know, Ramona, on this very show, yeah, on our show. On this yeah. very show. Oh, your show. Uh, your, yep. show. your very show. We t- we told people two days before Bill Bryan's, Bill O'Brien's name was ever associated with Boston College, before anything came out, that he was Boston College's choice and he was going to be the next coach at Boston College. Right, okay. And yeah. we told you that there was also a non-football reason as to why Bill O'Brien would, would uh, need and want the uh, Boston College job. And my sources on that were Golden uh, and uh, uh, Jane, and and I I knew that they were. Um, but I was also asked not to reveal, of course, that reason as to why. Now a couple of days ago, that became public knowledge, and at that point, um, you know, I felt that uh, that it was okay to to. Uh, uh, to retweet that information because once it once it became public, I mean, Bill O'Brien has a child that needs particular medical care with a particular condition, and that treatment is most readily available in the greater Boston College area, and so it made all sorts of sense that um, that that would be the case, and um, and so now it appears to have uh, it appears to have happened, and and. 
Uh, Ohio State's obviously going to have to look in a different direction, and that's probably going to be Chip Kelly. Um, Ryan Day and Chip Kelly are longtime friends. Uh, Ryan Day played under Chip Kelly in college. So, um, so yeah, I think that that makes all sort of sense at this point. I think Bill O'Brien is a really good fit for Boston College. I think he's a good football coach. I think he's a good offensive mind. Um, and I, I would expect him to do a good job. I think, look, I think Jeff Halfley was damaged goods and, and the best thing that could happen to BC is that, that he's gone. And we told you why he's gone as well. Um, you know, he won an extension. They didn't want to extend him and with good reason, uh, because I think he's a bum. Uh, and, and now he's out of there. Well, he's green Bay's problem. And I, I really like green Bay, uh, under uh, with love at quarterback, so I hope that uh, it works out to some extent. There, we shall say. I, I, I'm not sure it was broken uh, heading into uh, heading into next season, but they made they decided there were changes. You know, we talked a little bit about the history of the Super Bowl um, and the fact that you know, and this is my dilemma with trying to analyze this game. And I'll be honest. I mean, I've had uh, I've been wrong on Kansas City twice. Um, really more than twice because, you know, we had 70% against the spread again this year, and then we shut it down about two-thirds of the way through and uh, because of some of the things that were happening. And um, and then we came back for the the, uh, the college football playoffs in the NFL. We went 2-1 in the college football playoffs on the, on the games, uh, hit the two semis, missed the championship. And in the playoffs, we were five and two until the uh, until the uh, Kansas City Baltimore game, which was uh, pretty much an unmitigated disaster. Uh, I, I think I think I went one and four in that game. I, I believe the only thing <laughs> the only thing I had right in that particular game was that uh, because again I thought Baltimore would run the football and uh, Jeff Monken thought otherwise. You know he he. Uh, they ran three times on first down, which was a really bad plan against a team that was 25th in the league in average yards allowed per carry. Um, surprising, even, especially for Baltimore, which had been a you know primarily a run-based team over the last X number of years. Regardless, uh, none of that happened. The only thing I had right in that game was actually Kansas City under their team total. They won the game and stayed under their team total. Their team total was 20 and a half. I didn't think they'd get to 20 and a half. Uh, and they didn't, but that was the only thing I'd write. All the Baltimore picks were wrong, and I I think I had, I think I had four of them. I had three, and I think I added Lamar rushing yards, and he was under that total. So uh, at least I think so. I I know I gave out, um, the Ravens three different ways. So at best I was one in three, and I think I was one in four. So. Uh, so five and two in the playoffs heading into that mess. And uh, and now we'll see about this game. I look, To be honest, look, I didn't think the Chiefs were beating Buffalo. I didn't think they were beating Baltimore. Um, you know, I don't know how to view them. I, I do think this. I think they're playing their best football. I, I think that's pretty clear. You know, uh, they have a, a star wide out now who's in Rice, who's giving people problems. Kelsey is not dropping balls anymore and appears to be much more focused suddenly. 
uh, and is playing better football. Mahomes is playing better football. Um, the defense is playing well. Snead's the best quarterback in football. Um, there's a there's a lot to like uh, about the way the Chiefs are playing at the moment. And from a historical standpoint, as we talked about, um, the entire history of this game is that elite quarterbacks win it. It's inarguable. Now, you know, it's funny because I'll see people trying to find history, Ramona, who have no friggin' idea about history. Like, there's a list the other day that was put out by a source. I forget even who it was. Uh, Blue Bloods or something. I, I, I don't even know what it was. And and I responded with one line. I just, there, there was just, I need a giant red marker to correct the whole thing. But it was, you know, like the 20 greatest players in, in, uh, in history, in college football history. And the list was really an abomination because it was, the list was really in consideration of like the last 20 years, like, like history didn't go back before that. And if you don't know anything about history, then stop defining your terms as such. Just say the, the best 20 players in the last 20 years, keep it in terms, you know, something about, but don't go all the way back. And, you know, there are a lot of people just who speak about the history of the Super Bowl. They just don't know the history of the Super Bowl. They don't know those quarterbacks who played. They haven't studied it. They don't know it. Um, you have to consider that the how much the game has changed. You know, the, the, in the in the era of the Super Bowl, when we moved from league championship to Super Bowl, uh, it was a running game. It was a running-oriented game. And so... Even teams with great quarterbacks played that way. The Miami Dolphins that had Zaka, Kick, and Warfield uh, weren't going to throw the ball 40 times a game, even or had Zaka, Kick, and Morris weren't going to throw the ball 40 times a game, even though they had uh, Paul Warfield, who's one of the five or six greatest receivers to ever play the game. Doesn't have the numbers because of the way the game was played. That wasn't his fault. He was like, wrong place, wrong time. Um, Paul Warfield is without question one of the top five or six receivers of all time. And we may get into this discussion today of maybe like the 25 most underrated, truly elite players of all time, like top 100 guys who just don't get the credit they, they deserve. Um, and Paul Warfield would be one of those guys. But when you had Zaka, Kick, and Mercury Morris, um, you were not going to throw the ball a million times. And... This despite the fact they had an elite quarterback for his time period in Bob Greasy. One of those Super Bowls, Greasy threw like seven passes in the whole game. You didn't need to. When you're just controlling the game and grinding the other team down with with Zonka, Kick, and Mercury Morris. The greatest three-pronged backfield in the history of the sport. They had everything. Those three guys had everything. Kick was the versatile guy, Zaka was the power, and Mercury Morris was the speed. <laughs> you know, as the name suggests, Mercury Morris. Um, but the game changed a lot over the years. And when you look at those quarterbacks who have played the game, the one thing that hasn't changed is the Super Bowl winner almost always has an elite quarterback. We documented this, you know, three days ago, whenever that was. And... And that's the whole history. You know, as we went through that thing, there are, there are like 10 non-elite quarterbacks in history that have won a Super Bowl. 
of those 10 or so, five of them were elite, truly elite in the year they won the Super Bowl. They weren't historically elite like Mark Rippon. Somebody had asked me about him on the text line. He's a perfect example. He wasn't a historically elite quarterback, but he was unbelievably elite the year he won the Super Bowl. That was one of the greatest passing seasons in NFL history up until that point. And Rippon and all those uh, little receivers were just killing people. So, you know, when you look at that, that history, there are really only about five Jags. Because, again, you have to account for the fact that five of those guys were elite in the year they won the Super Bowl. So there were really only like five Jags, just a guy. And, and of the five Jags, there are really only two games in the Super Bowl era where you can say a Jag beat an elite. One was 1990, Jeff Hostetler of the New York Giants defeated Jim Kelly of the Buffalo Bills in, in, in a game that, that uh, haunted the Bills franchise forever. They never got closer than they, than they were that first year. That was their best chance. They were the better team. The K-Gun offense, they were by far the better team, and they should have won that game. Um, it was only, again, uh, the greatest defensive game plan ever devised in the history of the Super Bowl by Bill Belichick, coaching under Bill Parcells, that allowed for uh, the, uh, the scenario where the Giants won after the Norwood 47-yard field goal just missed. Um, that's one of the only two. The only other one that you can point to that's somewhat similar is Nick Foles defeating Tom Brady. And, of course... That's the Belichick. You know, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, Marona. I, I, I didn't really think about this. Belichick is on both sides of those two games. I'll explain on the other side. Quick break. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment. Or use the new Roosters app to see more of the services they provide. Located on Pelham Road in Greenville. It's Race for the Green Time. Go ahead and make your plans to sign up today. Run signup.com. It's coming your way March 16th, 2024. Make a commitment to do your first 5K or half marathon and take advantage of those early bird pricing. Run signup.com. Great swag, the beautiful medal that everybody talks about. This is our 14th annual half marathon and 5K. Sign up today. Don't forget March 16th, 2024. Run signup.com and come on and have a great time. The Southeastern Wildlife Exposition, SeaWe, returns to downtown Charleston February 16th through 18th with new and returning special events. Don't miss dock dogs and herding demos at Brittlebank Park, birds of prey flight demos at Marion Square, live animal shows by Jeff Corwin at the Gallier, the sporting showroom at the Charleston Marriott, and so much more. Tickets start at $35. Kids 10 and under are free. Don't miss SeaWe, the wildest time in Charleston. Get your tickets today. Visit SeaWe.com, S-E-W-E.com. Valentine's Day is upon us, and you know, your team at Reed's Jewelers will make sure you find what you want for your loved one. From diamonds for her to watches for him, Reed's Jewelers, upstairs in Haywood Mall, next to Belk, 
endorsed by Roar listeners like Zeke. I'm calling in for one of your sponsors, man. Wally over there, Reed Jewelers. Go check him out. They'll get you what you need. If not, he'll find it, and he will definitely take care of you. Zeke loves Reed's Jewelers. You will as well. Reed's Jewelers. Haywood Mall next to Belk. Online at reeds.com. Don't let turnover stall your business. HTI is the Upstate's trusted attraction and retention partner. We work with employers to provide all things workplace, including recruiting, staffing, HR services, leadership training, and team building for companies across many industries. Call Ryan at 864-513-6563 or visit htijobs.com backslash upstate to discuss how we can create a custom labor strategy. Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at saltyfriesfries.com. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I was born and raised in Greenville, attended Clemson University, and graduated in 1981. I've had the pleasure and the honor of assisting people in the upstate who may have been injured on the job or in a car wreck or through some other hazardous condition and cherish the many relationships and friendships that I've had with the clients over the years. What we do is we try to help the client find a path forward. Contact us at davis.law. We'll be glad to talk to you and see how we can help. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Crank it up and embarrass your children. The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome to the Road Rage. You can get in 654-7627. 654-7627. You know, Ramona, you think we need an age limitation on politicians? You think? I think we do. Oh, my God. I have an age limit for you to run in the first place, <laughs> the young age part. You need I an mean, old like, age part, yeah, too. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it needs to be, but, you know, you, you know. And maybe, or maybe may, just. Well, look, maybe this is it, okay? Just make them pass a citizenship test yeah you know yeah, we're like letting them have to drive test they, right. right when you have to go drive right when, right. Go, hey, right. when you get you really old they drive. make you go test you hit the post yeah. out in our parking lot yeah. you can't um, right so yeah, yeah i agree make them take a citizenship <laughs> test agree. see how they do <laughs> you know just for example <laughs> based on what we learned last yesterday uh, and what we already knew you think biden would pass that test no <laughs> that's sad <laughs> Man, I mean, 
I mean, I don't and know. You're not yet, well, you hadn't heard anything from that other guy either, Mitch McConnell. But oh, God. He's, he's like you staying know, away. Look, what, just let Saban be president. He's like peach fuzz compared to these guys. Yeah, he's a youngin'. <laughs> That's right, he's a youngin'. He's a, what do you call that? A whippersnapper. Right, what is it? Right, he's a whippersnapper. Yeah, a whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> that whippersnapper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't a, know. You know, uh, he's, he's friends with uh, Belichick. Yeah, Belichick. Every time he looks really. Oh, let, let you know he what? Let Belichick. Ancient. Let Belichick be the uh, be the ancient. defense secretary uh, yeah. <laughs> or the press secretary. No, no. Well, yeah, he yeah. would love that. <laughs> the press would hate it. <laughs> the press. Can you imagine Belichick as press secretary? Well, no. What? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, but uh, but you know, Mister uh, Mister Press Secretary, uh, what about? Well, he's a he's a good guy. Yeah, but what about? Well, that's it. <laughs> Be an entirely different type of yeah, of, yeah, no of press press yes. secretary yeah. relationship. Well, you know, that's what you need anyway, because yeah. they get up there and they say the wrong thing. Yeah, you never have to worry about him saying the wrong thing. That's a fact. Because he hardly says that's anything. That's a fact. Uh, so. And, you know, think about this, all right? On the on the Super Bowl in those two games, all right, the only two times in history that a Jag beat an elite. 1990, Jeff Hostetler, uh, the quarterback for the New York Giants, he was the backup. Phil Simms was her, the backup. Hostetler is the starter. He leads him to the Super Bowl over, over Jim Kelly. All right, in that game, obviously it comes down to a Norwood field goal. The Bills were the much better team. Bill Belichick was the defensive coordinator under Bill Parcells. Belichick knew that they could not beat Buffalo. He knew Buffalo was better. He knew that, that he had to find a way to slow them down, to slow the whole game down to have a chance. And and he devised a defensive scheme that baited Buffalo into running the football. He baited Buffalo into running. He wanted them to run the ball, to slow down what they did. And he was able to do that. And then when Norwood missed the field goal at the end, uh, Buffalo's whole think about Buffalo's sense. Everything fell apart on Norwood's missed field goal. On Norwood's on Scott Norwood's 47-yard missed field goal, everything for that franchise from then until now has fallen apart. Every every um every other Super Bowl opportunity after that one, the Bills got drilled. They had no shot whatsoever. They just kept going back and getting hammered after that. That was their one shot. You have to wonder had they won that game, how would history have changed? Would they have gone on to win some of those other Super Bowls instead of get hammered each time? They played seemingly under great pressure with each ensuing Super Bowl. But Belichick's genius, listen to this, Ramon, this is really fascinating. Belichick's genius enabled one of the great upsets in Super Bowl history, enabled the Giants to pull off a stunner, which they should not have been able to in that in that Super Bowl. And then you fast forward all the years later to, uh, to the Patriots versus uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, where another Jag, Nick Foles, is at quarterback against the GOAT, the greatest of all time, and Brady. In this game, Brady throws for 500 yards, does not throw an interception, over 500 yards, does not throw an interception in the game, carves Philadelphia to shreds. 
puts up the single greatest passing performance in Super Bowl history, but loses the game because Bill Belichick's defense was bottom two or three in the whole league, just an atrocity, and he elects to sit one of his best cornerbacks for the whole game for some disciplinary reason or something that we still to this day don't know what that was. In so doing, he cost Brady another Super Bowl. And I, I, I Brady held that against him. There's no question that Belichick blew that game. I mean, he allowed the Eagles to score, you know, whatever the whatever the final of that game was, 40-something points. It was just an, an embarrassment. But the fact he elected to sit one of his best corners for the whole game, all it was, was taking is one single play here or there to change that situation. And in in for years after, people had asked about that, wondered why Belichick did what he did. He really cost Brady another Super Bowl. But it's sort of interesting that the only two jag-beating elites came with Belichick as a defensive coordinator and Belichick as a head coach, and he and he was one and one in those situations. Displayed his genius in the '90 game with Hostetler uh, versus uh, Jim Kelly in the K gun, and then displayed his idiocy uh, and his stubbornness in the game between the New England Patriots and Philadelphia Eagles. But those are the only two times in history when a Jag wound up on the right side against an elite. Other than that, uh, Jags won about 10 times. About five of those were, again, because in individual years, those Jag quarterbacks were elite in those individual years. And then the other five are sort of more a situation where the Jag quarterbacks had great defense and they went up against scrub quarterbacks that were as bad as they were. So they were situational in nature. So there are almost, here's the bottom line, there are almost no examples of the Brock Purdy's of the world beating Patrick Mahomes. And I'm sorry, Brock Purdy is just a guy. You can believe whatever you want. If you've watched him play in the playoffs, he's just a guy. Now, is he better than some of these other just-a-guys, Jags, that the, that the 49ers have employed a quarterback? Yeah, probably. He's probably the best of that lot. That's a default process. This is a very strange game. It's a strange game because, you know, the the Chiefs have a guy who is going to go down in history as one of the greatest to ever play the position. Still in his relative infancy in that regard, and he has to, you know, add to that resume. But the Chiefs and Mahomes have that guy. The 49ers have Mr. Irrelevant. Remember, when the playoffs... uh, really got going. Brock Purdy? Yeah. <laughs> what? He made it to the Super Bowl. Give him a little bit of credit. No, he's factually Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, he was the last the pick? The last pick of the NFL <gasps> draft. That's why he's got such a happy look on his face. <laughs> I don't, I don't like know. It's like always. That's a, that's a $900,000 look on his face. That's like I'm getting uh, yeah. cheated look on his face. Yeah. Remember, like, he's the only player in the game who actually needs the money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you're looking for motivation, he's the only guy he, in the league. But every time they show him, he's just as happy as can be. Yeah. Well, so you know, you know, he's like, you know, he's like too dumb or slow to know what's going on. Well, sometimes that happens. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. They look happy. Well, it's ignorance. Ignorance is blessed. <laughs> That's why they so, have that expression. That's right. So, so regardless, the the situation is is such that uh, the Chiefs have you know the greatest quarterback. You know, think about the the uh, the dollar disparity at quarterback. <laughs> you know, well, now uh, he's got all that endorsements and stuff. So does he make way more than Brock Purdy? Well, I mean, first of all, he's he he makes a gazillion dollars to begin with. That's what I'm saying. He's and, got and then, endorsements. And then, and stuff. He, yeah, he has endorsements. Yeah, I mean, so you know, he's way up there. Brock yeah. Purdy. Well, maybe he can get him some uh, if they win the Super Bowl. He can get him some endorsements. Yeah, maybe. I, I, For I what though? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Brock Purdy could possibly be endorsing <laughs> right now. But I know uh, he's he's not. I, I don't think he's on any national. Ah, that's course. what I said. Because yeah. well, you know, when I looked up and they showed him, I'm like, I wonder. Okay, that's him. Yeah. Well, yeah. First <laughs> of all, I've never seen him before. He well, see, that's the thing. I mean, first of me. all, you know, the, the world has to know who he is. Yeah. You know, yeah. right now the world yeah. still doesn't know. They couldn't pick Brock Purdy out of a police lineup. You know. Yeah. Probably uh, not because the only reason I've seen him is because of this screen up here. Right. So you know, he's he's going to have to uh, be the winner of this game to enjoy that type of poli- right. publicity, and they'll, maybe they'll stick him in one of those. Uh, subway commercials or something. I, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, the yeah. subway. Yeah, oh, but yeah. but he, he needs to win the game to, to get to that point. But, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, if he loses, he's just going to fall back to his, you know. Right, so here's the here's the dilemma that I see. Um, advantage at quarterback, significant advantage to Patrick Mahomes. He's light years more talented. He's just, just more experienced, more everything. All right, that's just the reality of it. Um, so that's a significant advantage, but, and here's the, but Purdy doesn't suck. Some of the other Niner quarterbacks no. have sucked. Purdy doesn't suck. So, you know, in a way, and I, and I'm, let me explain it this way. I have said for years now that the 49ers roster is the best in the NFL. And they keep proving how good that roster is because they're the one team that actually advances without a quarterback in a quarterback-dominated Super Bowl history and in this era. The 49ers are the one team that keeps trying to climb the mountain without having a quarterback. They have tried to win Super Bowls with just Jags. And it just goes to show you what a great coach Shanahan is. Now, again, I think he's felt that they could win, and he was wrong. He's been wrong with wet noodle, etc. There was just no way you were going to win. Purdy is better than those guys. So he's still just a guy who quarterbacks an elite football team. But He's better than the prior Jags at San Francisco. And he has an inherent advantage here because he has the better roster. The 49ers roster is better than Kansas City's. It's better. It's been better than everybody's in the game for years now. And that's why this game is interesting. 
This game is interesting because Kansas City has one of the great quarterbacks in history. The 49ers don't. But the 49ers quarterback in Purdy is going to benefit from the fact that he has the better roster. I'm seeing a lot of people talk about the Chiefs' defense is better than the 49ers. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. I mean, I, I think the Chiefs' defense is good. Um, I think it's they've played well this year, but they're 25th in yards per carry. They've allowed 4.5 yards per carry this season. That's a lot. It's just nobody pushes it. The Baltimore Ravens lost to Kansas City because they elected not to run the ball against a, with, with Lamar Jackson at quarterback against a team that is averaging, has, was allowing over 4.5 yards to carry. They elected not to run the ball. They ran three times on first down the game. Why? I have no idea. I don't have, I don't have any idea. I'm guessing that Shanahan is too smart for that. You know, if I've seen the stats, Shanahan knows the stats. And and since the 49ers have the best running back in football in McCaffrey, it would make sense that they would hand it to him a whole bunch of times and that they would try and wear Kansas City down. There have been strange dynamics in the games involving Kansas City. Um, we'll talk about those dynamics on the other side. You can get in 654-7627, 654-7627. Quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Taco Bell just dropped the new Cravings value menu. Now you can get 10 items for $3 or less, which means you can get the food you want for the price you want. It's almost like you can have your cake and eat it too. But in this case, it's a double-stack taco from the new Cravings value menu. So basically, you can have your double-stack taco and eat it too, which is a lot crunchier than cake. The new Cravings value menu is here. Get it at Taco Bell today. At participating U.S. Taco Bell locations while supplies last. Contact store for price and participation which vary. Tax extra. Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 88 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. 
If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with three finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. The big game is Sunday, and Nick and Mike Bar & Grill is your headquarters in the Clemson area. Enjoy great football, food and drink specials, 10% off their award-winning wings, and beer specials all for the big game between San Fran and KC. Nick and Mike in the Best Western Clemson invite you to join them Sunday from the early afternoon through the postgame for the biggest game of the year. Come one, come all from Seneca, Anderson, Six Mile, Pendleton, and Clemson. Nick and Mike Bar & Grill in Clemson's Best Western Hotel. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. RAMP.com slash sports. Every shot, every block, every game. We're your home for Clemson basketball. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Walk them to the road rage. Uh, we are back. You want to get in six five four seven six two seven. I'll let you know. Water in the cross base can sit there for months or years. Standing water in the home can damage the foundation, rot wooden beams and joists, cause mold and mildew, contribute to unhealthy air inside the home. Standing water that musty smell in your basement, that's not good. It could be a sign of major problems for you in your home if not addressed. Canty Foundation Specialists are your trusted local expert in basement waterproofing and cross space repair. Canty offers solutions to fit any over budget. Even the smallest leaks are not getting better over time. So call Canty today, 1-803-373-0949. 1-803-373-0949. They offer free inspections, lifetime warranties, financings available if needed, cracks in your exterior interior walls, uneven floors or doors, windows that are hard to open. You call my friends at Canty. You tell them I sent you. 1-803-373-0949. Visit their website at CantyCanFixIt.com. That's Canty, C-A-N-T-E-Y. You will thank me later. You want in? 654-7627. I'm seeing some uh, picks here. I'm seeing some uh, Chiefs picks. Um, we have more climbing, uh, Everest, uh, text. 
Texted said Brock Purdy endorsing Gerber baby food. I hadn't really thought about that. Uh, Texter said uh, on this uh, Jags versus Elite, uh, Doug Williams versus Elway. Look, here's the reason I didn't include that, because Williams is one of those guys who had his year. You know, again, he was elite then. He wasn't elite for his whole career. He was elite for, you know, what amounts to a moment in time. But that's why I did not include him. You know, it's it's you're right to bring it up, but I intentionally did not include him because Williams playing for Washington was a lot like Mark Rippon. He had just a tremendous year, and he played unbelievably well in the playoffs. You know, it's a little like Flacco. You know, Flacco, uh, when he won his Super Bowl, I, I think his touchdown-to-interception ratio throughout the playoffs was 12-0. to zero. KC Chiefs, Chad. Chad, Chad, Chad's used, Chad, Chad is tossing around the word dynasty. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, you got. I mean, we gotta gotta put the dot on the end of the exclamation point. But I mean, we're we're standing in the game to do so. Uh, happy Super Red Friday to you, all the Road Rage <laughs> listeners, and Ramona. Ramona's secretly pulling for me because she has a friend that lives in Missouri, which is awesome. Let's go. <laughs> but how you been, brother? Uh, you know, this is kind of an annual call now. I don't yeah. have to talk to you all year because I expect to be here. Yeah. Well, look, look at that. Look at the look at the KC Chiefs arrogance coming out right there. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you gotta, uh, you gotta, you gotta walk tall, shoulders up, chest out. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still shocked you beat Baltimore, but I'm also I didn't really recognize the Baltimore team that I saw play. And then they you did know, not, they did not come out and execute any part of their game plan yeah, for an entire year. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I don't know what they did. I that was no, shocking. Yeah, I, I have no idea. And uh, but look, you and even the you know Buffalo. I know they're missing linebackers. They got a backup linebacker trying to cover Kelsey. You know that's never a good idea. Uh, and Buffalo was driving to win the game, and uh, and you know Allen missed the the one throw, um, but. You know, regardless of whether what I think of of the performances of those two teams, you could make a strong case. In fact, I think it's I think it's true that other than Kansas City, you played the other two best teams in the league to get where you are. I would agree with that and beat them and beat them. I would agree with that because so, I mean, you know, if we if, if we're going to snapshot Buffalo all the way back when they were six and six, I think that's unfair. Right. Um, you got to look at what Buffalo did down the stretch, and they were on fire. Their, their, head, their hair was on fire for sure. Yep. So I look at this game, and I think obviously you have the best quarterback. I think San Francisco is the best personnel overall because I've felt that for a number of years now. I keep saying that, and they never have the quarterback to get them over the top. That's why I think this game is interesting, and that's why the line is what it is. Agreed. I, you know, my concern for this game is being able to control CMC right. and Debo, keep them in check early. Yeah. If you keep them in check early and you start putting Brock in, you know, third and mid, third and long, I think you're going to see the Brock that was in the Packers game and the Lions game. And I understand he overcame both those situations, so credit to him. Um, but if we can put him in those situations, I, 
I, I understand, like, you know, our defense might not necessarily be top to bottom as good as the Niners, but our secondary is ridiculous. Oh, it is. I mean, and it's the best cornerback in I, football, and Spags back, is going to come back. after Purdy. Yes, yeah, he's not going to let him sit back there and just, yeah, just end up catching these little 21-yard runs and 10-yard runs. Like, no, 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 no. You're either getting the ball out of your hand fast or you're going to find the ground. I mean, that's why I would think going into this game, I mean, I would think that, that McCaffrey's carrying it 25 times. I mean, he could be hurt next week, you know? I mean, I think, th- I think that's the only I think that's the only way they can actually get it done, and he's got to be getting some chunks. I mean, he's got to right. be averaging, you know, five yards a carry. And, and again, that's they got, been... they got to stay out of third and long. At third and long, Purdy's going to turn into a pumpkin. Right, and that's been the, the the one Chiefs' liability defensively for a defense that's been really good. It's still a fascinating you know year for Kansas City because like even the the, the Baltimore game, <laughs> that's not what you would traditionally expect from Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City just played keep away. They did what Baltimore was supposed to do. They put together nine ten minute drives and kept Lamar Jackson off the field and in you know in in really yeah, was it the one drive over eleven minutes? Yes. I was blown away by the end of yeah. that drive. I was like, it's been that long, right? <laughs> And, and a lot of it was really, you know, short wide receiver screen type stuff from Mahomes, just getting the ball out, and 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 they controlled it in that manner, just an extension of the running game. I know nationally game manager and system quarterback's been talked about a lot over the last week or so, but Mahomes has learned how to become a game manager, and I always respected that about Brady, even yeah. though I didn't like him. I always respected that, like, Brady is just going to take what you give him, and he, you know, like right. if he had a the good goal is to defense, win. Yeah, the goal is to win the game, and I, you know, I think Patrick has, you know, he's finally that evolution, that part of his game. Is I buy game. that. I mean, yeah, he can still fire the ball, you know, through a tight window, but why if you don't have to? I mean, this defense, we've now only given up over thirty points in one game in the last, I think, thirty-six games, and that was in last year's Super Bowl, the thirty-eight to thirty-five game. Yep. This defense doesn't give up thirty points. The highest-scoring team on us this year was the Packers, uh, 27. Outside of that, we haven't given up over 24. And, yeah, you don't you don't need 40 anymore. Like, you know, just do what you need to do to get us across the finish line. And I think we were struggling with that until we got waxed by the Raiders on Christmas. I think Mahomes still wanted to, you know, you know have a, 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 you know, a nice high-scoring offense. And, and it, I, I think it finally, after we got slapped on Christmas, I feel like it finally settled in what we are. Like we can we can run the ball with Pacheco. We can we can play defense. And when we need a player two, obviously Pat's more than capable of getting us a player two. Yeah, and 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 look, Kelsey is is uh, Patrick's security. He's a zone killer. Yeah, he, he's a zone killer. He's there. He's Patrick's security blanket. And 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 yes, he is as a as I've written and as I said on the show. He is a zone killer, and San Francisco is a exclusive zone coverage team. And now yeah. they were fourth in the league defending tight ends, uh, but the Ravens were eighth, and and the Ravens also employ zone coverage, uh, primarily zone coverage. And uh, Mahomes and Kelsey killed that coverage. Uh, Absolutely, especially in the first half. I mean, right. what were we, nine right. for nine in the first half? I think he only had two catches after halftime, but they kind of adjusted him and started bracketing him a little better after halftime. Plus, we weren't really going for it after halftime. We were up two scores, and it was just kind of 
you know, let's milk the clock away, like you said, with the with the plus right. ten minute drives. And that's the see to me that's the thing in this game. It's it, it's what does San Francisco do defensively to deal with Kelsey as a zone coverage team. And the 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 little extra dynamic is that there actually there were actually some teams going into last week that felt that you had to take away Rice before Kelsey. Kelsey's had an uneven year. Let's be honest. It's not been great. He's dropped a lot of balls, no. way more than he normally does. He normally doesn't drop anything. Yeah. Um, and I don't know the focus issue. I don't know if it's the whole Swift thing. I, I don't know. But but whatever, he seems focused now. And and he's going to be the – he's still the uh, got to be the 49ers' chief concern. And they better have a game plan you, for addressing him. You remember he hyperextended his knee in training camp yeah. in this week one. And, I, you know – I know, obviously, he was healthy enough to play, but that doesn't mean you're, you know, you're yourself. And I just feel like, you know, slowly throughout the year, he's finally got that that knee back. He he, he looks better. Um, but yeah, I mean, Rashi is a big deal. But no, you take away Kelsey first. I mean, yeah. you got to take away Kelsey first. I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking about a rookie versus a Hall of Fame, a future Hall of Fame tight end. I mean, you take away the future Hall of Fame tight end. First. Yeah, but there again, yeah. there have been some teams that didn't view it that way late in the year, and uh, but I, I think <laughs> that was a, that know, was a mistake. Right, the Belichick strategy would be to uh, to do everything you can to take Kelsey out of the game to make Mahomes go somewhere else. Because if you just allow Kelsey to sit down in, in against zone coverage, Kansas City's going to have the ball game. It, that's, what's, yeah. that's what just happened. We just saw that yeah. happen. The 49ers have a yep. great example of what they can't do in the Baltimore game, and they should play it accordingly. We'll see if they do. All right, Chad, Agreed. you have a score? Hi, brother. Hey, do I have a score? Let me go. Uh, I hadn't really thought about a score. I'll go. I'll go twenty-seven twenty Chiefs. All right, I like it, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Good job. Good luck to you. Uh, we'll see. Ed's going the Niners. Almost the exact same score. Uh, twenty-eight twenty. Ed's going the Niners. Uh, degenerate gambler Tim is going Kansas City 26-23. Make your calls. Don't tell me on Monday that you told your mama or you told your buddy at the water cooler. If you didn't say it here, it didn't happen. So get in, make your calls, tell me why. Honestly, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I I see two possible scenarios unfolding, and I... I you know, I haven't made any pick on this all week because I'm sitting here on Friday and I still don't know. I don't. I mean, part of me says, don't be an idiot. Go with the better quarterback. I mean, it it, it makes sense just based on the entire friggin' history of this game that we have outlined, we've detailed, based on the entire history of this game that we've detailed to just... Keep it simple, stupid, and take the better quarterback. The only the only sort of personal pushback I have against it is that I have said for a number of years now, I think the 49ers have the best roster in football. The 49ers can't win in a Purdy versus, uh, versus Patrick Mahomes shootout. But they can win if they play to the entirety of their roster. In other words, Purdy isn't necessarily their playmaker of decision. You know, this the Super Bowl basically only goes, MVP only goes to quarterbacks. 
See, I almost think for San Francisco to win, at least that's how I'm thinking going in, that for them to win, the path has to be about McCaffrey. That's the path to victory for San Francisco. In other words, that when the game is over, he would be your MVP, not Purdy. Purdy would manage the game, and McCaffrey would be your MVP. I think that's the way that San Francisco wins. You know, I want to say more about this. You can get in 654-7627, 654-7627. You can get in and, uh, and join the conversation. But, you know, it's funny how, you know, I, I heard a call, I think it was Brock earlier, about uh, prop bets. It's, it's funny how prop bets align with your game pick. And, and many times you either hit everything or you hit nothing. Uh, in a way, oftentimes the prop bets are, are you know, just, just stay completely in alignment with that. We'll talk more about it. Uh, the WCCP relationship with uh, insurance for seniors and disabled dates back several years now. Gary's the guy. He's just really, really smart. Uh, he's incredibly accommodating. One of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. He's been on both sides of the equation. Nobody knows this process better than Gary. You, the listeners, calling all the time with accolade after accolade about Gary and his crew. You trust him. You like him. He never gives you bad advice. He tells you the good, the bad, the ugly of every planned company you're considering. I get some of you are aging. You think, well, I'm not in a bad situation now. Why would you settle for that? As you're aging into Medicare, you should get every stinking benefit you're entitled to. Gary will make sure that you do. So if you're not working with this guy, you're missing out. Call him today, 864-307-8484. Tell him I sent you. 864-307-8484. Gary works with seven of the largest Medicare insurance companies, represents 125 of their plans. His services are free to you. He's paid by the companies. In the unlikely event that you may want to consider another company plan, Gary will still shepherd you through Medicare or SHIP to help reach your goal. Trust me when I tell you, get every benefit you're entitled to, every dollar you're entitled to. Call my guy Gary. He'll help you. Quick break. Adam, your are WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. An ultimate day of relaxation and rejuvenation from Lilia Day Spa in Anderson is the perfect gift for her on Valentine's Day. Year after year, they've been voted Anderson's premier spa, and their staff is ready to treat her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private setting. Choose a sweet treat package or a Be Mine package, a sweetheart, or a Cupid's holiday package. Lilia Day Spa can create something special, or a gift certificate is ideal for Valentine's. Anderson's premier day spa, Lilia Day Spa, 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screen porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit Harbin Lumber.